Hey guys, we are back here on Hoops Hype, and today there is some huge breaking news. I will get into it in a second, but I will, uh, but anyways guys, uh, yeah, I will get into this, but yesterday, I think it was five or six o'clock, the NBA free agency has started. Kevin Durant has already signed with the team. And if you guys have not seen uh, what has happened yet, you need to check this out because this is insane news. Kevin Durant has signed with none other than the Brooklyn Nets. It says, so Kevin Durant, his deal was four years for $164 million. This is the one thing to know. Durant is reportedly joining the Nets with Kyrie Irving, who, if I scroll down, Kyrie Irving signed with the Brooklyn Nets four years, $141 million. So those two will be an insane duo. I mean, D'Angelo Russell left, and guess, but guess who else signed? So basically, the only guy that they lost was D'Angelo Russell. They got... Torian Prince off of a trade with Alan Crabb and some draft and two, I think, first round draft picks. So now they've got Torian Prince. They have Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie. They got DeAndre Jordan. This team should be a powerhouse. Okay? A powerhouse. This is Kyrie Irving. In recent weeks, the free agent but agency buzz was that Irving would join the Nets. He followed suit bringing Durant along with him in a massive free agency move. Clean sweep for the Nets. They are by far a winner of yesterday. And that might honestly cause quite a move. He says he just wants to win. He ain't winning no more with those two on the same team with the Nets' depth. And honestly, even without these two, the Nets, I think, would have been a better seed this year. Honestly, I just get the feeling that they would have been better than the Pacers. So that is huge for the Nets, and the Nets will now be uh, probably making it to the finals in the net in probably three years, I think, I'm going to say, because I don't think that uh, Kevin Durant – without Kevin Durant this year, I don't think they're going to uh, – I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to happen, but they will win the finals in three years. Sorry. They might make it this year. I don't think the next year with the new team, Kevin Durant, they'll have to get used to it. But I do think they will win the finals in three years if they don't lose any major pieces to their team. Next, moving on. Kemba Walker, no surprise here. He already said he was going to sign with the Boston Celtics. He has signed the same exact four-year, 141-mil contract that Kyrie signed. It says um, with the Boston Celtics. So he will be replacing Kyrie. I know that this isn't an upgrade. It's kind of a down-like spot. But still, Kemba is very young. He has also proved, I feel like, to be a much better leader than Kyrie was this season. So, I honestly think Kemba will be a better addition to this team, even though he is not seen as a better player than Kyrie. Moving on, 
Clay Thompson signed a five-year max that I said was a terrible contract. He will miss the entire of this season. Like I said, if you haven't watched my last podcast about free agency and my predictions, I I said five years because, I mean, I say that if they give him a max, which they did, that's just under $40 million. Think about the names that have been given that money, like Steph Curry and LeBron James. Clay, Tom- Clay Thompson is a very good all-star who is a very great shooter who can get extremely hot and is one of the toughest players to guard in the league with the deadliest catch-and-shoot game, in my opinion, and the quickest release. He's not enough to put next to guys like LeBron James and Stephen Curry. 22 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists is not good enough to match 27 points, four rebound, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists. Those stats are different, and Curry shot better from 3-point range. So that proves all in all that the same contract can be given to a player who is better way better in every single statistic category. And while Clay Thompson might be a better defender, Curry's not a bad defender. And what he brings to the table, how he gets hot in a hurry, it's just incredible. And he he can just shoot from anywhere on the floor. He can shoot from 30, 40 feet. He could shoot from any spot on the court. So Steph Curry is a better player than Clay Thompson by far. I don't care what you say, but he has he doesn't deserve the exact same contract. So I do think that if Clay Thompson does not average MVP numbers next season, or at least MVP candidate numbers, I think MVP candidate numbers is a little more realistic. But if he does not average MVP candidate numbers, then it will be a complete waste and they will not be able to get rid of him unless they can find a trade for to a team but on to be honest the trade market wouldn't be big because nobody will want to have that contract on over their head so uh yeah that could be a terrible mistake for golden state but it could also be a very, very good decision because then you've got Clay Thompson for four years without his injury at a better level than he has ever played. Could be like that. But anyways, moving on. Tobias Harris signed with the Philadelphia 76ers. Nothing much there. That just shows that they're really going to be the same exact team. Uh, so the 76ers gave up a huge amount in midseason for Harris. This is not much lower than Clay Thompson, by the way. Uh, they spent big to keep him, adding a perimeter score and shooter to surround Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Chris Middleton signed with the Bucks, So th- that's not – and they signed him to a five-year $178 million contract. Is it just me, or does it seem like – Everyone is getting paid a ton of money, like $30-plus million. Are they, like, bringing up the cap space or something? Because this is actually crazy, actually insane. So the Bucks have limited 
uh, yeah, they signed him to a five-year, $178 million deal, which is like, let me see, $35 million a year, which Chris Middleton deserves about $25 million because he is really good. But $35 million is a bit insane. All right, so D'Angelo Russell signed with the Warriors. Uh, it says, in a stunning move, the Warriors and Nets worked out a sign-in trade for Russell, who had a breakout season in 2018-19 and made his first All-Star team. So, basically, he he's going to – they're going to have to adjust the lineup. But I think D'Angelo Russell can play shooting guard. I don't think, knowing Steve Kerr, they will change Steph Curry to a shooting guard because Steph Curry is Steph Curry. And when Klay Thompson comes back, they can move him up to power to small forward. Sorry, he can't play power forward. But they can move him up to small forward because he can guard like that. He can guard almost every position in like he can guard probably one through four. And yeah, he can easily guard that position. And he has such a quick release that he will be able to get the shot over those six eleven power small forts that are out there. And yes, there are some seven footers like Kevin Durant, but he has such a quick release because, uh, yeah, he just has such a quick release. This one is huge. So basically. Al Horford signed with the Sixers, okay? That might see, not seem like big news, but guess who left? Jimmy Butler in a sign-in trade to the Miami Heat. It doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't show him on here. But he did go for a sign-in trade to the Miami Heat. This is huge because, I mean, and also J.J. Redick left, I think it says. J.J. Redick I don't know where it's... Oh, yeah. J.J. Redick signed with New Orleans. But they still have T.J. McConnell. So they can move him to the starting spot at shooting guard. Play Ben Simmons at point guard. Now they can move uh, move down uh, Tobias Harris to a small forward. And they can move Al Horford to a power forward to keep Embiid in the starting lineup. I do think T.J. McConnell deserves the starting spot after I'm sorry for that Bert. But he can he's a good not a bad uh not a bad scorer. He's a great playmaker. Defensively he sh- he needs a little work. But it, he will still be able he won't have to uh shooting guards don't usually drive the ball in as much. It's not like he's a small forward yeah, it's not like he's a small forward. And it wasn't like J.J. Redick is a good defender either. So it's not like they're going down. The only thing they'll be going down on is shooting. And I know that the Sixers need – I mean, you know what I'm going to say? This team, because of uh, how Al Horford can shoot and Tobias can shoot, guess what? And, like, every single player on the floor can shoot – Except for Ben Simmons. Guess what Ben Simmons needs to be doing? He needs to shoot three after three after three. Don't even work on anything else. Because 
to make this team the most unguardable team in the league, Ben Simmons has to develop at least a mid-range jump shot by next season. Because if people can just disrespect him like that and leave him 20 feet of space, that gives them an extra man to guard Joel Embiid inside the paint. Because they he's just he can't shoot. And if he's not going to be able to shoot, Philadelphia won't be nearly as unguardable as they should be. And you know what? This year, Philly really had a chance with J.J. Redick and Jimmy Butler. If he developed a three ball, they would have been a team who could have, not maybe not, but they could have beat the Raptors because they could, but the, because of the fact they could just leave them wide open, then and just disrespect him whenever they wanted. It made them much harder for uh, them to actually uh, beat them. So I mean. Philly is going to be a tough team also, but let's talk about the J.J. Redick side of this. He has signed with New Orleans. That gives New Orleans some needed shooting, and maybe they can play Drew Holiday at point guard, and then they don't have to play Alfred Payton or, right, no, Rajon Rondo or Alfred Payton. No, wait, why did that? I think they have Rachel Mundo. But they do not have to start uh, uh, Alfred Payton. Now they can move J.J. Reddick to a shooting guard. And since New Orleans does, Orleans does not have much shooting, now they can shoot the basketball, okay? That is pretty, pretty big for them. So also, Nikola Vucevic re-signed with the Magic. I did not think this was coming. Uh, it was a nice four-year, $100 million contract, so he'll be getting $25 million a year, which is well-deserved. Vucevic put up career highs in points, rebounds, and assists, and near career highs in shooting percentages while making an all-star team this year. That is deserving of $25 million per year. So that will be, I mean, I don't think he should have done this because – Orlando's not going to get anywhere, okay? No one big is thinking of signing in Orlando. And if he wants to get somewhere, shouldn't have signed with Orlando. But that's okay. And Kristaps Porzingis, he signed with the Dallas Mavericks. No surprise there. Okay, I don't really need to talk about that. But his, if in case you guys are wondering, he was paid five years for 158 mil. That is enough to get nearly $32 million a year. So that is uh, a lot of money again. But KPZ is well-deserving of that money. And like I said last podcast, I do not think Chris Stapps will be, uh, won't be as good. Maybe his durability will go down. But I still think that he won't be – he will still be as good, if not better, Maybe he might be slightly off, averaging 18 points and 10 rebounds, but I do not think that he will uh, be a bad player, just because of what I believe from Chris Stapps. The only other thing, though, is that Chris Stapps, uh, his his injuries could be severe. He could be, like, like I said, he could be so much less durable, and he might 
have injuries take him over to the point where he's not even playing like 20 minutes a game. He still have the same pr- productivity, maybe not as good, but still. I do not think he will be bad. The only thing that might take him down is his injuries. So, ne- moving on, Boyan Bogdanovich signed with the Utah Jazz. That gives them a power forward, I guess you can use him, because I guess Rookie Rubio, they play at small forward. I don't know who said that, but they play him at small forward, apparently. They might be sign him at, I mean, play him at small forward or power forward. But I honestly would do him at power forward, if, and then they can keep Rubio in the lineup, and then they can stretch the floor with him because Gobert cannot shoot, and there are a lot of stretch stretch bigs in the league. So I would play power play him at power forward, but whatever you want to do is fine. Maybe you play him at small forward and put Derek Favors at power forward. But anyways, Malcolm Brogdon added another extremely solid piece to the Indiana Pacers to replace uh, to replace Darren Collison. I love the way the Pacers see basketball. They do not want – I mean, they have a start in all depot, but they don't want a bunch of guys who are super good. They have all depot who honestly only averages 20 points and like six assists. He's an extremely good player who's a great defender. But the thing the Pacers are about is making a solid team that can defend, score, and do it all on the court. They do not have a single preference of what they want their player to be like. They just don't want in a 20. They don't have 28-point scores. They keep consistently averaging, I mean, adding 15-point scores, 10-point, 10-rebound scores, double-double threats, great defenders who can also score the ball. They just add... All the players that are basically, yeah, they just add all the players that are going to help their squad. Moving on. Brooke Lopez re-signed with the Bucks. Nothing really big there. Uh, just expect to see more shooting. Um, Harrison Barnes re-signed with the Sacramento Kings. Nothing extremely big there. This one's big, though. Julius Randle has signed with the New York Knicks. So, I get that Knicks fans might be extremely disappointed, and you have the right to, but you still got to be excited to have a young talent like Julius Randle and take him away from the Pelicans. Honestly, he would have been a huge piece to keep on the Pelican squad. They could have played him at small forward, and then they could have put in, uh, I think, I don't. I forget what I was gonna say there. Oh yeah, then they could have played Zion and uh and um. Why was I thinking? All right, but they could have played him at power forward and Zion at. I mean, played him at center and played Zion at power forward, and then small forward probably like each one more and then point guard Drew Holiday. Maybe you can Drew move Drew to the third spot, but. He went to the Knicks, and I get that Knicks fans are very mad, and they are rightfully so. But shoot, 
got to be excited about this guy. He averaged 20 points and 10 rebounds last season. Uh, it says, yeah, it says after missing out on the top free agents, the Knicks splurged to sign Randall, a talented Al Bates, sorry, unproven big man who averaged 21, 8, and 4, which is pretty insane for the fact that he only got paid as much as Harrison Barnes, who probably averaged like 15 points and like six rebounds and five assists, which are solid numbers. But, you know, that's like really good to get that small of a contract. But they still signed him to a small amount of money so they could find another solid player. So, moving on, Jonas Valanciunas signed with the Memphis Grizzlies for three years, $58 million, nothing big there. You weren't here. I'm mean, not three years. Three years, $45 million. Um, It's a, I think, a $17 million deal. No, a $15 million deal. Uh, so, he went to them. Not really huge because he wasn't breaking any news. Just going to add on to their rebuild. Terry Rozier signed with Charlotte, which is going to take a huge piece off of the Celtics team coming off the bench. That would have been really nice for them to have. He also got a huge, nearly $20 million a year deal. That's a lot of money, seriously. But he is replacing Kemba Walker, so you do have uh, a point guard in that spot because – I do think that Charlotte made a good decision there because then what would they have done? What Who would they have played at point guard? So moving on, Patrick Beverly signed with the, the Clippers again, re-signed. So you're just going to see more of that defensive intensity. And now Terrence Ross re-signed, going to be more hot. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I guess Derek Favors will be in the starting lineup. Ricky Rubio has signed with the Phoenix Suns. I don't know why I thought he was small for him, but I thought somebody, I think, I don't know. I, I thought Lawson on down said it, but I guess I shouldn't trust him because it's kind of dumb. But um, anyways, Alfred Camino signed with the Orlando Magic. I'm just going to go through these at this point. Jeremy Lamb signed with the Indiana Pacers. Thaddeus Young signed with Chicago. Uh, George Hill re-signed with Milwaukee. Um, DeAndre Jordan, this one I'm actually going to talk about. DeAndre Jordan signed a four-year, $40 million contract. And Jordan is close friends with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Uh, Jordan, yeah, Jordan is close friends with Kyrie Irving. Kevin Ray and Kyrie Irving, and was lured to the Nets after they landed the two stars. Jordan has lost some of his athleticism, but he can still finish around the rim and provide some rim protection. So he's getting signed to a $4 million, a four-year, $40 million contract, which is very underpaid considering some of the players that were being played paid twice as much as him, but that's okay. Bobby Portis signed with the Knicks. I'm going to miss you. All right, $15.5 million contract and well-deserved. Portis is a versatile young big man, but his fit with the Knicks is questionable. 
honestly, what I think, because uh, it says, given their log jam of power forwards and centers, he should have stayed a wizard, okay? He was good with the wizards, but he had to leave. DeMar Carroll signed with the San Antonio Spurs. That's going to give them some shooting, so that's good. Derek Rose signed with the Detroit Pistons. He got very underpaid, two years, $15 million. And uh, he had his best, arguably, his best offensive season since 2011-12. In a remarkable turnaround, averaging around 19 points with a career high in one game of 19 I mean, of 50 points. Nikola Mirotic signed with FC Barcelona, so he's overseas. And then now we're getting to some guys who aren't signed. Jimmy Butler, they say, still isn't signed. Okay, that's interesting. Um, but anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, listening. You're the best. We all know it. But anyways, have an awesome day. Peace.